welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. In this video, I'm going to show you how you can use Wix to launch your own fully customizable e-commerce website. I'm also going to show you how you can integrate it with Printful to sell print-on-demand products on that same website. Get ready, this is a really good, really thorough tutorial and we're gonna jump straight into it. So here's a summary of what I'm gonna be covering in this video. I'll also put timestamps on the video so that if you need to revisit it, you can jump around to exactly where you need to go. So at first, I'm gonna give you an introduction to Wix and how to get started with launching your website. Then I'm gonna show you how to set up a custom domain. So think of uh, typically a .com that's called the domain, the .com aspect, where somebody can you know, type it into their web browser and hit enter and go to your website. Also, I'll show you how you can set up your own custom email address through Wix at that domain. Then I'm gonna show you how to get started with Printful and set up fulfillment for your print-on-demand products. That way, when you make sales, it'll be fully automated that your customer will receive the uh, product that they ordered and the tracking information. Then I'm going to give you some design tips for your print-on-demand products. I'm going to show you how to set up so that you can get paid from Wix. I'm going to show you how to optimize your website from a search engine optimization perspective or SEO for short. That's something I bring a lot of personal expertise to. I do run a website that gets in the range of like 200,000 to 300,000 hits each month. And then I'm going to show you how to set up your page design to customize your Wix website's front end, which I also bring a lot of expertise to because I worked eight years of my life. And I mean, honestly, before I was making a full-time wage doing that, uh, I spent quite a bit of time working as a front end web developer. So definitely have some expertise there. Oh, continued part two of what I'm going to teach you. This is going to be a long one. Uh, and make sure you bookmark this one too, if you can't make it through it in one, uh, in one sitting. So then I'm going to show you how you can create custom video mockups to help sell your products. I'm going to show you how to optimize your social sharing. I'm going to show you how to build an email list to get customer retention and increase conversions if they don't check out the initial time that they're at your website. Uh, I'm going to walk you through Wix's Ascend CRM. I'm going to show you how to set up Google Analytics and a Facebook pixel, two things I would highly recommend doing for an e-commerce website. Uh, I'm going to walk you through Wix's Marketing Home and I'm going to show you Wix's uh, integrations with some additional sales channels like Amazon, eBay, Etsy. All right, does that sound like a plan? If so, guys, the last thing I wanna do before we jump in is just say, hey, if you're not gonna make it through the whole video, right underneath, I don't know if it's like right underneath where I'm pointing, but it's right next to the uh, like button that you've hopefully already pressed. There's like that little plus icon. You can hit that and save this to watch later in case you don't make it through in one sitting, like I said, because I know it's gonna be a lot. Also, if I talk too slow, you can also increase the speed at which I talk by hitting the gear icon and then going to speed. That's something I do all the time. I'm like a 1.5 to 2x speed listener. I'm crazy though. <laughs> Let's jump straight into creating your website. So use the link right there at the top of the description to sign up for Wix. Once you've opened an account, go ahead and click create new site. Now it's going to ask you a series of questions. I'm going to show you how I answered them. The first one is what kind of website should this be? And I clicked online store. Then you have a choice. Let Wix's ADI create a website for you, or you can create your website with the editor. Now, when you use the ADI option or the artificial design intelligence option, which is what I recommend, that's what I did in this tutorial, 
you still get to use the website editor anyways, so you're not losing anything by doing this. It's just going to help jumpstart the process. So that's my recommendation. Now it asks, what type of site do you want to create? And I selected online clothing store because we're going to we're going to integrate with Printful and sell apparel. What do you need on your new website? Do you need chat? Do you need an Instagram feed? Do you need a forum? Uh, behind me, you can see more features like blog. Uh, bookings or video. I just hid myself real quick so you can see video. So I ended up selecting video and chat. Now my website I'm keeping intentionally simple and I'll walk you through why later. Next, what is the name of your online store? So I went ahead and I called mine Truther Shirts. That's going to be the niche, kind of a conspiracy-esque niche and we're going to have some fun with that. And now it's giving us the option, do we want to import images and text from another website? Now, I do not have an existing website, but if you do have an existing website and you just want this to serve as the e-commerce backbone of that website, that is also an option that is on the table. Suppose you built your own website and you don't have like an e-commerce, um, the ability to process payments, for instance. This would be something you can consider. Now you can review all of your information. You can add in additional content if you want to, like an address, phone, fax, etc. your social media accounts. You'll also have a chance to do that later, so it doesn't have to be done now. You can then pick a theme. Now, again, they're customizable, so you're not like fully committed to whatever you select here. There isn't a right or wrong answer either, uh, but go ahead and pick something that sounds appealing to you. Do you want to create a color palette from your logo? So I uploaded a kind of a, you, you guys have seen this logo, obviously, it's on my YouTube video, but when I uploaded it, it selected these colors for me, and I said, you know what, let's work with those. So, and I, I ended up changing my website logo later, but just for the purpose of this tutorial, making it quick, um, I went ahead and I uploaded my YouTube logo initially before I had really decided on what my actual website logo was going to be, which I'll show you guys later. All right, so we've got the color palette set up, and now we can pick our favorite homepage design, which again is customizable. I will walk you through how to customize it, so don't feel like you need to stress over this, uh, this choice too long because, I mean, it's easy to change later, all right? So I ended up selecting this one right here behind me. And then you can add pages. Now, there are a lot of pages here by default. And all you need to do is click Add Page to have that included with your website now. Guys, I'm going to really quickly, and I'll probably reiterate, reiterate this later, but you know, if you're running an e-commerce website, you don't want to distract your potential customers by giving them 10 pages to, to click. You know what I mean? You want to keep it pretty simple. Whatever page they go to, you want to get a clear-cut call to action, which is typically... Uh, unless it's like your contact us page, which the call to action is, hey, fill out this form and then we get an email. Um, other than that, you're typically like, hey, we're an e-commerce website. Here are our products. You know, put them on display, make them look as good as possible. Hopefully somebody clicks it, adds to cart and checks out, right? Keep it simple. All right, that's my suggestion. So I didn't go overboard with adding pages. I'll show you the ones I added later, uh, but I ended up actually just editing this down, guys. So what I'm showing you right now is kind of me setting up the initial website but over time i refine this and i cut down the pages big time and i'm going to show you that later um, but initially right now we've got the home page we've got a shop page we have a new collection page a store policy page a frequently asked questions page an about page and a contact page as i just mentioned i think we should go with a uh, simplistic approach also guys it's really easy to get excited about you know having all these pages and then you got to provide all this content including you know text and images and before you know it you've spent like a month and you haven't even launched the website so again like path of least resistance sometimes is um the way you should 
go because you can always come back later and add pages, all right? Just just talking from my decade plus of experience at this point, all right? So from here, I went ahead and I published my website. Now, you'd be th- you may be thinking like, wait, you're publishing already? We just started. I'm publishing because, guys, like no one's going to find this website. You know what I mean? Like if it's a brand new website and we haven't even set up the domain, you're safe to hit publish. And the reason I'm doing this is because, you know, as a front end web developer, I'm used to going and looking at the, when I say front end guys, when we're looking at the, this view of the page in inside of Wix, this is what I would call the admin back end. You know, it's where we can make administrative decisions, edits, et cetera. What I like to see, and this is just my personal preference, again, web developer, front end web developer specifically, I like to look at the front end often. So I hit publish and I went and I looked at the front end. Um, so when you hit publish, it will technically be visible to the public. However, you're not going to get like some sudden influx of random customers uh, because Google will not have even indexed your website to know it exists yet. So I'm just letting you know, I'm hitting publish now. If you feel comfortable waiting, go for it. I'm just letting you know, it's not going to make a difference. After hitting publish, you'll see this page. It'll say, congratulations, your site is published and live online. Now I'm going to show you how to set up your own custom domain, but just so you know that it works, I wanted to show you that you can then pull up the um, finished product, the version one alpha 1.0.0 early version of the website. Uh, But this is what I was talking about when I talked about like viewing the front end. We're looking at what the customer sees. Obviously, we've got a lot of work to do. We need to customize the page, change out these stock images that you see, update the logo and whatnot. All right, update the navigation. We're going to do all that. But first, why don't we get that domain set up? Um, this is something that may be intimidating if you've never done this before. However, I'm going to show you how easy Wix makes it because you can actually just find a domain inside of Wix and on your dashboard, it will say, hey, do you want to set up a custom domain? You just click that. Um, it's something I should have grabbed a screenshot of before I actually did it. However, I'm confident. Go to your dashboard. You'll see something right there, probably near the top until you set up your domain. So you can go ahead and use their search function. Type in whatever you want.com or .net or .info. Or, there's so many um, actual domains there uh, that you can go on forever with uh, the possibilities. But my recommendation is find a .com that sounds good. So I did truthershirts.com. I would have loved to have truthertees.com, but that was taken naturally. So I went for the one year, $15 a year. If you're paying more than 15 bucks a year, you're overpaying. Um, I mean, honestly, at 15 a year, you're probably overpaying a little bit, but it is what it is. I know the people that um, broker these domains have to make their money too. So 15, that's about what I pay across the board on all of the websites that I run. So no problem there. Hit continue and boom, we've got our domain set up. Could not have been easier. Wix actually does all of the magic behind the scenes of making this the primary method of accessing our website for us. Trust me, I've been down some deep rabbit holes uh, configuring these sort of things manually in my day. So congratulations, you made a good choice using Wix. You don't have to deal with that, all right? It's handled for you. All right, now you can set up an email inbox as well. And again, this is something you can go down a deep rabbit hole doing manually. However, using Wix, you don't have to worry. So you can go ahead in your sidebar, hit settings, and then you'll see this page or some version, some similar version of it. So it should only cost you about $3 a month to set up your first custom email address at your new domain. So go ahead and click get your mailbox, fill out the questions, and then you can be set up with any custom email address that you want. You can have more than one as well. Uh, my recommendation is to do support at yourdomain.com if it's .com. If it's not .com, obviously it's whatever you uh, selected for your domain. But I think a, a pretty standard one to have is support at your domain. Next, I'm going to walk you through integrating Printful 
with your Wix website. This is gonna allow us to stock our website with print-on-demand products that are gonna be automatically fulfilled to your customer after making a sale. Go ahead, the second link at the top of the description will be to get started with Printful. I've personally had Printful fulfill over $100,000 in orders to date, and I can only say positive things about the experience. So I'm gonna walk you through everything you need to know with Printful. Let's get started. So after you signed up for an account with Printful, which by the way is free, it takes like, I don't know, 30 seconds to sign up, uh, you will then be able to go to the stores tab and choose a platform that you would like to integrate with. As you can see, Wix is one of the options amongst many other ones. So underneath choose platform, go ahead and click Wix and then click connect. Next, you're gonna need to go back to Wix on your admin dashboard. Under manage apps, go to all apps and find online store. Make sure that this is enabled. Now go back to Printful and you can click that big red button that says connect to Wix. It'll take you to this screen and it says adding Printful will allow it to read basic site info, modify orders, and modify products. Now Printful is going to basically be our go-to, uh, I call it a production partner. You know, They're the people we lean on for fulfillment. So all of these things, all of these permissions are pretty much exclusive to Printful anyways. Like they're gonna be exclusive to whoever's doing your fulfillment anyway. So it's not like you're giving them access to um, anything other than exactly what they need to fulfill your website's orders. So go ahead and click the add to site button. And then you may see this uh, intermediate page. Uh, so go ahead and make sure you are signed in. Click continue if you've already set up an account, which you should have already. And then you'll see a button that says connect store to and your email address. So click that button again and that will establish the link between Printful and Wix. Next, I'm gonna show you how you can add your first product to your Wix store and this is actually gonna be done through Printful. Let me explain. So in your Printful account on the left-hand side of the navigation, you'll see stores. Click that and now where it used to be blank, where we got started when we integrated Wix, you should see your Wix website. So you'll see the name of your website listed there. Go ahead and click that or just click the add product button. When you click add product, you see the prompt for all of Printful's products. They have a massive catalog and the first thing you see is gonna allow you to select by product type. Now my recommended product is actually unisex. I don't like to market things as unisex, but I also don't like to market things as being men's versus women's. I don't like to say, you know, because if a woman wants to buy it and it doesn't say unisex and it doesn't say men's, they may see the shirt and say, oh, woman's shirt and vice versa. Same thing for a man. This shirt specifically, I've sold by far the most of. And it also, coincidentally, is the lowest cost t-shirt that Printful offers at $7.95. It's the unisex basic soft style t-shirt from Gildan called the Gildan 64,000. It currently comes in five colors. That's black, navy blue, heather gray, light heather gray, and white. I've sold thousands of these. So once you select that product, you can then upload your design. Don't worry, I'm gonna show you a couple design tips of how to create quality designs that sell. I'm not gonna go super in depth because I don't want this tutorial to go on for hours, uh, but I'll point you to some good resources as well. So in this case, guys, as far as design, 
What you need to do is on that left-hand side, you see the product tab selected by default. Go ahead and click the design tab at the top and it'll swap on over and give you a chance to upload your designs. Now you can actually upload more than one if you want to and uh, it's completely up to you. Uh, in this case, I only uploaded one design. You can also create a folder if you'd like. You see where it says folders there and it says folder zero. You can create a folder for each store. It's completely up to you. All right. So after you upload your design, go ahead and click it. It will add the design to the product and show you a live mock-up of what it may, might look like once the final product is created. Now, just so we're all on the same page in case you guys are new to print on demand, the final products with print on demand, given the on demand aspect of it, are not created until after the sale takes place, allowing us to basically lock in profits. The only way we lose money is if there's like returns basically, or if you don't price your products at more money than it costs you to fulfill them. All right, so basic stuff here. And I'm gonna give you my suggested pricing in a second. So after you select your design, you can play around with how it looks on the shirt. You can make it big, make it small. Um, Printful's got you know a little wizard there that lets you do certain things. Like you can even repeat it into a pattern. Um, one thing you might want to consider is if you have a design like this one that I just showed you, it has white text on it. If you have white text and you offer it on a white t-shirt, it's not going to be readable. So you may increase the likelihood of a return. Therefore, you may want to disable the option that you see right here. I'm pointing to it of uh, offering the white text or sorry, the white t-shirt, you know, cause it's going to have white text on it. So I would disable the white shirt in that case. All right, on the next step, you will see mock-ups. And as you can see there, we don't have the white shirt available anymore. Uh, my recommended mock-up, as I said earlier, I like to offer things as unisex, but I don't like to say unisex. Because if you say unisex, it may reduce your conversion rate. Because some people, male or female, may see unisex and think that it's going to be like a weird, I don't know, when I see that, I think it may be like a more baggy fit type. In reality, this Gildan 64,000 t-shirt is actually like really nice for both men and women. It's fitted um, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. I mean, I have a bunch of them. I've, I've done test orders before and, uh, reviewed them on my YouTube channel as well. I can actually link to it right here in the YouTube cards. If you guys want to see that it's an old video, but, um, it does a good job showing you them. All right. So I recommend the flat mockups. These are CGI renderings and the flat mockup gives us the most flexibility. I'm actually going to show you how we can use them to create like customized sections on our website. So flat mockup is something I would recommend working with, but you can also come back later and use any of Printful's mockups that they generate in case you want like a female model or a male model, etc. All right, on the next step, you can provide your title. Um, you will be able to revise this later, so it's not like it's final. Uh, Printful will also provide a default description that refers strictly to the product itself, not your design. Okay, so if you want to customize the description, feel free. Otherwise, just leave it as is, and it's just going to tell the customer things they might want to know about the shirt itself. And if you sell something that's not a shirt, you'll get a custom uh, description written for you anyways. Uh, you can also add a category that will correlate to your Wix categories. Um, in this case, I just kept it simple. I called it Project Bluebeam T-shirt. Uh, I actually used this in a previous design tutorial, I believe, uh, on my YouTube channel. So I had this design laying around, and it fit the theme, so perfect. And next, you can, uh, I'm going to hide myself really quickly. You can set up your pricing. So as you can see here, my recommended approach is to go to where it says increase by underneath profit on the right-hand side and type in, assuming you have the default set for you, type in 899, 8.99. 
When you do that, it brings the retail price to that sweet spot, that magic number of $19.99. This is my recommended price to sell t-shirts on pretty much any platform. However, disclaimer, you may need to adjust your pricing if you are selling a different t-shirt than the one I recommended, the Gildan 64,000. For instance, the second most popular, or maybe it might be the most popular actually, is the Bella Canvas 3001 t-shirt, which comes in a lot more different colors available. And it has a base cost of $12.95 currently from Printful. So you may want to adjust your pricing to increase your margins. That would be my recommendation. You may want to be looking more at like a $25 t-shirt price instead of a $19.99. All right. And also you'll be able to edit the pricing later just so you know. All right, then you submit your product and it may take like 10 seconds, 20 seconds while it works in the background. Um, But what it's going to do is build all those mock-ups and push the product to your Wix store. Once it's been pushed, you will see this on your Printful store for your Wix store. Like, you know, remember how we were at Printful, then stores, then Wix, where that screen used to be blank and say add product, you will now see this. It'll say all one, synced one. When it says synced, that means that Printful recognizes this product. Should this product sell in your store, they will send you an email letting you know that, hey, we noticed you got a sale. Don't worry, we're gonna fulfill it, we're gonna ship it, and we're gonna upload tracking. So you can literally just like, go on vacation and it's going to work for you. Okay. Um, one thing that you will actually need to do while I'm thinking about it is add a credit card to your Printful account, because if you don't do that, Printful is not going to operate at a loss to fulfill your products. They're going to bill you first, right? So we bill a customer first Printful then bills us and fulfills the product and sends it to the customer. So That's the kind of the order that things go. So make sure you keep a credit card on file with Printful. They will not bill you unless They're doing something for you, which means you should have locked in some profit. So you can go ahead and you can hit view in Wix. And if you're just using the default template that I was using earlier, uh, you will be able to then view a product page and see your product. So when you hit view in Wix, it actually takes you straight to the product page for what you just created. In this case, it was a Gildan 64,000 t-shirt with the design on it that says Project Bluebeam. Perfect. We are on a roll. I think this looks pretty darn good considering we're not too far into this tutorial. So that's kind of the power of using these nice templates that again, we can customize and we're going to do a little bit of that and tweak it later. If we scroll down in the page, you can see that we can toggle between the available colors. Uh, We can see the title there. We can see the description. We can see the price. We can see the uh, drop down options to select various colors, various sizes and set the quantity. All right. So, and what's cool guys is like, man, as a web developer, like making all this stuff work and look good by default, um, but there really isn't any by default. You have to go in and like pretty much customize everything. And when we use templates, it jump starts us to having a website that looks like it's ready to go right out of the box. So again, you're saving yourself a lot of time, a lot of headache. And, uh, this is a recommended path. If your goal is to make money, some people's goal is just to have fun, spend a month kind of going the, the long route, the hard route setting up a website. Um, and that's fine. It's a learning experience. Trust me. I've been there. That's how I got good at web development. But if your goal is to make money launching an e-commerce store, don't make it any harder than it needs to be. All right. Now I can add other products just now you saw me add a t-shirt, but Hey, why, why not a sticker? So I have this other design that I made for fun. It says coincidence theorist, nothing to see here. And it's got a sheep on it. All right. So A lot of people, uh, you know, everything in life is just a coincidence, right? It doesn't matter how high the stakes are, right? You could be the highest stakes in the world. 
It could be people trying to take over the world. And it could be like blatant evidence in your face. But it's just a coincidence to some people. So give them a coincidence theorist uh, sticker, right? Because everything's just a coincidence, no matter how high the stakes are. So I thought this sticker was pretty funny. You can see Printful generates a bunch of mock-ups for us that you can use. And, uh, you know, there's endless potential here with what you can do with the stickers as well as the other products that Printful offers. I also love to sell things like hats. You can see I'm wearing a hat right now. Uh, Printful's great about doing custom embroidery for hats, uh, but they've got they've got a very wide selection of products. So, I mean, it would take me forever just to cover the catalog. So go check it out, guys. It's uh, <laughs> Link is in the description to get started for free and, uh, you know, lots of potential. Now let's talk about shipping regions. This is something that Wix wants you to set up. Um, as you're setting up your website in your primary Wix dashboard, you will see a you will, the sections will basically change as you check more and more of the things off of your to-do list. In this case, the next thing we're going to do is set up shipping regions. So you see it's right there under let's set up your website. Go ahead and click the blue button that says set up regions. All right, so you'll see shipping and fulfillment here and you have domestic and the rest of the world. Now, you can go ahead and click edit shipping rules. And if you would like to do that, you can base your shipping rules on Printful's shipping. Because remember, Printful has their production facilities. They have some in the United States. They have many scattered around the world. So we actually do have, I know someone was about to comment below and say, Ryan, can Printful ship to this country or worldwide? Don't worry, you don't need to even drop that comment. I got you. But if you if you guys do have questions, by the way, hit me up in the description, but um, or in the, in the comments. Uh, Printful does have fulfillment centers around the world. They've got capabilities around the world. Um, they do own most of their own fulfillment centers, but then there's certain like places, like I think Australia, where they farm the work out to a, a partner facility. But for the most part, they own everything. All right, so here you are able to see the shipping costs by product because each product has different dimensions, it weighs different, etc. So if we're going to sell primarily t-shirts, you can see the shipping rates for the first product and then each additional product from Printful. So how about that? It's flat rate for the first product and it changes based on the locale that you're shipping to. But then each additional product is much cheaper. So that's a strong incentive for you you know, and you, you can either do this to the customer, you can give them the same dynamic rate where you don't make any money off shipping, or you can just charge the customer. This is something I like to do. I hopefully it doesn't sound like too greedy of me, but you know, I've been at this e-commerce stuff for a while and I like to kind of make a little bit extra money where I can. You can charge $3.99 shipping per product to the customer, for instance, for, for t-shirts. That way, if they add a second t-shirt to cart, it's gonna cost us $1.25 extra from that we pay to Printful and we will collect an extra $2.74, hopefully my math was correct there, I think it was, of, of profit from the customer. And I'm all about a little extra profit when I can make it. So I'll drop a link to this in the description, but it's also just printful.com forward slash shipping. All right, so you can then, again, this is just a, a picture, you can set up flat rate shipping. Um, in this case, since I'm already making $12 profit per shirt sold on my store, I can afford to charge $1 shipping for domestic if I want to. You know, like some customers may be used to seeing free shipping on websites and it, it may not even register in their brain that like free shipping is a good thing that comes at, you know, the cost of somebody, right? Somebody has to pay for it. So I had this kind of out of the box idea of, doing something slightly different. You're cutting against the grain a little bit, right? 
Like I know free shipping is more common than $1 shipping. So why not charge $1 shipping and make them feel like they're getting a deal? You know, if I hear $1 shipping, I think, oh, that's different. I don't mind paying a dollar. You know, what's $1 these days? So I might go with the uh, $1 standard shipping and just charge that as flat rate for domestic. Now, in addition to that, you're going to have to set up something for around the world or the rest of the world. In this case, you can do flat rate, you can do dynamic, you have options. Um, Personally, I'm just going to roll with uh, $4.99 flat rate. And estimated delivery time, by the way, you might want to increase that. So domestic, I set this to five business days. International, I set it to 10 business days. Remember, these orders are fulfilled on demand, so there's always going to be a buffer between when the order is placed and when it is actually shipped out, especially if it's around like Christmas, for instance. Uh, As the order volume goes up, you may experience delays uh, as far as printful fulfilling the orders to your customers, so you may want to just stay on top of that, and you can adjust the delivery time during that time of year. Just set a reminder so that you remember to do it. Also, um, you may want to like put a notice on your website, hey, shipping may be delayed for the holidays. Uh, Printful is good about communicating their fulfillment times as they are dynamically you know, slowing down around the major holidays, so you can just look out for an email from them during that time of year. All right, next let's talk about design, guys. We're not going to spend too long here, but there is something that needs to be stated. All right, and anybody that's just finding this tutorial because of the Wix aspect, make sure you subscribe to my channel because I drop a lot of good content as far as like how to make designs that actually sell. All right, it's one thing to like get people to your website and almost make a sale, but like if your designs aren't good, you're not going to make a sale. Now, uh, having said that, there are a couple ways you can go about designing. What you see in this screenshot right here, I am using not Photoshop. I know this looks like Photoshop. It's actually called Photopea or Photop. I know it's spelled Photop, but I always say Photopea. I don't know why. You can find this at photopea.com. It is completely free. You don't need to make an account. I'll also put a link in the description. My recommended way of approaching design for standard t-shirts is to create a canvas with dimensions 4,500 pixels wide by 5,400 pixels height, okay? 4,500 wide, 5,400 tall. From there, just add some big text that's easy to read. Uh, Make sure you use good color contrast. If you're not a good designer, do not waste time designing. Go ahead and use graphics made by professionals. It's actually not expensive to make a really nice looking design like the one you see here, okay? And I made that design using one of my favorite pre-made graphic resources called All Sunsets. I'll put a link in the description, but for about $30, you get a year-long membership. You can't beat that, guys. Look at this graphic. That graphic is sick. All I had to do was add text. This design would sell, guys. So anyways, that's my recommended approach, keeping it simple. Also, if Photopea is not your style, if you're not vibing with it, check out Canva. It's an alternative to Photopea. It's a lot more user-friendly in that it's not going to overwhelm you with options. And notice how I said, guys, if you're not a good graphic designer and you don't feel like dropping $30 for a wide variety of graphics from all sunsets or wherever you go get your graphics, I'm just recommending this because honestly, most of my designs, I use them. I'm just a huge fan. I know they, it's really that I know they sell and I don't like to question things when I've got a formula that works. I'm just going to hammer that formula. If you're not liking Photopea, check out Canva. It's a really popular alternative. Both of these, by the way, they run in your web browser. 
I recommend using Google Chrome because it's the fastest web browser and then use Photopea or Canva. It'll allow you to create these custom designs that look great. Now I mentioned you can use a website like All Sunsets to get your graphics if you're not a good graphic designer. If you're not feeling the love there and you don't want to join them, don't use graphics. It's much better to just use text. As you can see here in this example, uh, it says absolute power corrupts absolutely. It's a nice little quote that fits the theme of the Truther Shirts website that I'm launching. It's text only. I used big, bold text that's easy to read. And I found a color scheme that's very complimentary that contrasts really well against a dark background. So in this case, that would be a dark t-shirt, dark, you know, like a black color t-shirt or Heather Gray. And that's it. I just changed the color of each line of text. You know, this is really just meant to serve as proof that like you really don't need graphics. Text only can look amazing. And lots of people who buy shirts actually prefer just text, myself included, honestly. I, I typically am only wearing like text t-shirts. All right, and before we move on from the design section, I also just wanted to let you know that I wrote a course on print-on-demand design that you can access at ryansmethod.com for the low price of $49. It also includes access to a bunch of graphic design resources for free, so it almost pays for itself. And after a few sales, it does pay for itself. So check that out, guys. I'll put a link in the description as well. Next section, we are going to look into getting paid by Wix. All right. Wix is assisting us in setting up payment processing. Therefore, we need to set up a way of getting paid. So on your dashboard, again, they're still asking us to set up our website. Uh, We actually jumped around and did this in reverse order. So we did shipping regions before we set up payments. But I wanted to do shipping regions first in this tutorial because it's closely related to Printful. All right, so click the button that says what everybody likes to hear, get paid. Now from here, you're at the accept payment screen. Ideally, you want to set up uh, at a minimum, accept credit card and debit cards with Wix. Now I'm also personally a huge fan of PayPal. So I would be setting up both of those, uh, accept credit card and debit cards and PayPal. Uh, The manual payments thing to me is not something I'd be interested in personally because I'm not looking to add anything extra to my plate. I want everything streamlined and automated as much as possible. So I would not do the third option personally. But manual payments says connect to accept cash, check, or other custom forms of payment. So now it's going to say before we connect your payment methods, you have to agree that you're not selling things like CBD, tobacco, firearms, adult content, etc. So go ahead and check. <laughs> it's interesting. Nutraceuticals is there too, but um, I guess it's because it's unregulated and uh, potential for harm to be done if it's not a well-sourced product. Um, anyways, I digress. So do you sell any of these restricted and prohibited products or services? Click no, I do not, and then click continue. All right, and then it'll bring you to the Wix payments and you're gonna have to click complete setup. I don't know if I screenshotted it, but uh, you're gonna have to edit, uh, answer quite a few questions here. Things like what is your business type? Is an individual sole proprietorship or LLC? Provide some personal or business details, including a tax ID for tax reporting reasons. They also make you upload a photo ID picture um, as well as some things related to your business being, I believe they ask you um, when your business was incorporated, etc. So they're going to tack on a 2.9% transaction fee plus a flat rate 30 cents. Now, if you're selling at 19.99 and not collecting shipping, it'll come to about 88 cents um, that you're going to need to deduct from your profits. If you sell, like I rec- recommended at 19.99 plus $1 flat rate domestic shipping, and most of your customers are from inside the United States, you're going to look at, um, I think like I, I did the math. I think it was like 94 cents, 93, 94, 95, something in there. So just remember to factor that in when you are calculating your margins. 
All right, and then you can connect PayPal as well. You just connect it to your PayPal account. Um, pretty straightforward. And manual payments also is on the table. However, I did not uh, actually set this up. All right, next section, we are gonna talk about search engine optimization, guys. This is pretty critical. I mean, I would honestly not skip this regardless, but I was gonna say, like, there's really two methods of bringing potential customers to your website. There is running ads, which is the way of getting traffic immediately, but you're paying for that traffic. Or you can, well, I wouldn't say or, because you can do both, right? I recommend both. But search engine optimization hopefully allows you to bring in organic traffic from search engines like Google, namely Google. I mean, I don't know any other search engines that I, I do know other search engines, but let's be honest, uh, Google pretty much dwarfs them. Okay, so search engine optimization is key. And I'm gonna give you some recommendations as we go through this. So you can see here, it says get found on Google. It's the last thing under let's set up your site, click get started. It says Wix has the best SEO for your website. So Wix actually guides us through getting this done. Go ahead and click start now. Now, what's your business or site name? Uh, fill in your brand. So I put truth or shirts next. Do you have a business location? I hit no, it's online only. Now add some tags or phrases that describe your website. I included uh, conspiracy theory shirts, truth community shirts, and alternative media shirts. Then click create SEO plan. Now the next thing you're gonna wanna do is go through this checklist that they put together for us in the SEO plan. And as you can see here, the first thing it wants us to do is add the homepage's description for search results. So go ahead and click go for it. Now this is good advice. It says include at least one of your keywords. So it's recommending that you include some of those primary keywords or phrases that you would really like to be indexed on that is signaling, again guys, what, what are we really doing here? We are signaling to the algorithms what keywords to associate our website with. Those of you guys that regularly watch my channel, you know we do this all the time when we're selling on places like Amazon, Etsy, eBay, etc. We're trying to help the algorithms learn what our listings are about uh, because when you first launch something, they don't have a baseline to really know. But over time, they start to figure it out because customers click the link, all right? And when someone clicks a link, that's a pretty good indicator like, oh, this link has what I want. But an even better indicator is, oh, they added to cart. Or even better than that, oh, they actually checked out and bought it, okay? So you wanna include at least one of your keywords, include your business or site name, and keep it between 50 to 300 characters. Now, as a general rule of thumb for me, so now we're looking at the um, kind of the wizard to set up your homepage SEO. So you can set up a title for this page. The title carries the most weight as it does on pretty much every search engine. So you don't have to get crazy. Um, you can, if you choose to, kind of keyword stuff the title, but you don't wanna make it too long. Um, you might wanna put something like, you know, in this case, I just used home, truth, or shirts uh, because I, I'm not trying to keyword stuff the title. I think it looks tacky personally. But what that you then might wanna consider doing is under page description, which I typically don't go above 160 characters. And if you don't know how to count characters of text, just go into like Microsoft Word, um, a Google Doc, or go into like Notepad++ and you can count. Um, but you can then type in things like, you know, this on my website, it says once a month, we drop a new limited edition conspiracy theory inspired t-shirt design. Okay, so it's, it's saying like conspiracy theory t-shirt. And then it got cut off, but it says making it the perfect gift for anybody that likes alternative media. So it's kind of like including the the phrases of words that I want associated with my website that somebody may search into Google and then get pointed this direction. 
You'll also see that there is a, a space for keywords, although that's been deprecated for like 10 years or more. So over 10 years, I think at this point. So you don't need to do the keywords, even though it says search engines other than Google may use them. It's not worth your time. Um, and then hide this page from search results. So if you're not ready for your website to be live, you can check that option. I don't really recommend that guys because you're most likely not going to like shoot up to the top of page one on relevant keywords. Initially, it takes time for organic search engine optimization efforts to pay off. And if you check that, I don't actually know what that translates to on the front end. I can guess. Um, but just remember that like Google and their web crawlers that re-index content don't do it like every day. So you're going to, there's going to be a buffer of time, right? So if you keep that box checked, that says hide this from search results and they index it, they may not come back for a week, two weeks, et cetera, where the bot then realizes you unchecked that box. And now it says, no, show me, show me, index me, you know, send me content. So I would not check that. All right. Next, it wants us to hit connect to Google search console. This is actually really easy to do. They boiled it down in some um, basic steps. So you hit connect now when it says connect your site to Google. And the next thing that you'll see if you're logged into Google in your web browser is um, view on Google. So that's very, very simple. And you'll see your site is now connected to Google. Perfect. Got the checkbox. We are good to go. And now under step two, it's kind of like a lesser um, importance now. The the first box was more important. The second one is, uh, is in terms of importance, not as critical. It wants us to update the contact details on our homepage. And if you click that, it will take you to the homepage and show you where your contact information would go. You see it highlighted down here in the footer. So go ahead and hit edit. And when you do that, it pops out the sidebar and it says that you can check those and add things like business name, site email, phone number, fax, address, subscribe, social media accounts, etc. Okay, so it is completely up to you how much of these you would like to show. In the case of most websites that I've built, like especially I do a lot of business websites, it's better, I think, in this case, in like in the case of a business. And when I'm thinking business, I'm thinking of like doctor's offices. Um, <laughs> you know, I've done a lot of, I've done a wide range of businesses in this area that I live in. Uh, it's good to have the contact info readily available, especially the address. Again, if you're brick and mortar, it, but guys, if we're e-commerce, unless you want to get like flooded with emails or something, or, or like actually answer the phone all day for potential customers, like you probably don't want to put all this info out there. It's okay to just kind of keep it basic, stripped down. Think automated, think scaling. Think if you had a hundred thousand customers tomorrow, like if you put all this con- all this out there, you're gonna have to like answer a lot of customers, and it's creating a headache. You know, your best bet's gonna be to like if you're getting repetitive questions, use the FAQ page. Typically, it's pretty straightforward though. You're selling a T-shirt, somebody buys it, they get it in the mail later. You know what I mean? It's not that complicated. All right, now they want you to add the about pages description for search results. Now, I don't have an about page on my website, so guess what I did? I went ahead and I added it to the homepage, right? So I've got a homepage section right here. And uh, I went ahead and I just adjusted the title. I adjusted the subtitle. You, by the way, do not need to even have a subtitle if you don't want it. These are customizable, so you can just uncheck the checkbox for subtitle. And then I added a description. Um, I haven't gone through here and kind of redone the content on the homepage yet, so I blurred some of it out just to keep you focused on the part that it's referring to, uh, by the way, you can also like click those text boxes and resize the text and change the color, make it bold, whatever you want to do, whatever you see fit, you can do. Speaking of page design, so let's move forward. Let's look at that. 
if you are looking to edit text, like I was just describing, when you are in the Wix editor, you can honestly just hover over it and you'll see the um, content itself selected in a blue box. And then you get little buttons that hover over it and allow you to edit. So go ahead and click the little pencil icon that pops up. You'll see a drop down. You can change the color very easily. Uh, you can actually click edit from there and it will, in, it will include a separate pop-out. And I didn't screenshot it here. I think I screenshotted it later. But in the separate pop-out, it lets you do things like change the font family, change the font size, etc. All those basic things you're used to. Um, when it comes to changing images, like the image gallery, all you need to do is in the editor, hover over that. You'll get the option to click the pencil, click the pencil, and it will pop out from the left side, the left-hand side. You can change the media type from a static image to a video to a pattern. The default here in the template I selected was an image gallery. So if you actually just let this go, it has an image slider. Uh, whatever you see fit, guys. Just remember, like I, I really strongly believe that simplicity is going to lead to higher conversion rates. You, you don't want to confuse your customers. All right, that's my biggest um, recommendation. All right, so you can go ahead and hit replace and then change out the image to whatever you see fit. I'm going to show you a quick way of creating a pretty cool looking image that you can follow along with in Photopea if you want to, um, you know, because that's free or Photoshop. Um, they're very similar, so whatever you see fit. So I'm going to replace this image on my homepage. All right, so I'll put a link to Pexels in the description, but Pexels is a uh, Creative Commons zero license repository for photographs, meaning you can use any of these photographs for personal or commercial use without any attribution required to the original author. So for instance, this photo we're seeing here has 400,000 views. That's crazy. A lot of people know about this website. If you don't, I would bookmark it because it's really cool. So I'm going to grab this image. Now we're going to doctor this image up a little bit and I'm going to show you kind of my vision. So I went ahead and I grabbed that image. I copied it. Then I come on over here to Photoshop. You can go to Photopea. They both work fine and paste that image into its own canvas. Now the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go to filter. Then I'm going to go to blur and then I'm going to go to Gaussian blur. When you do this, you're going to notice that that image, this one, all of a sudden looks like a blurry background, but it's got that cool like red, I don't know, neon effect that I was kind of going for here. Now, next, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to Printful. I'm going to go to um, any of the products that I want to feature. So in this case, I added another T-shirt called Man Evolved into Sheep. It's an evolution parody. And I'm going to click the edit button, which you can see behind me. I'm going to hide myself real quick. You see the edit button? Click edit. Now, when you hit edit, you can then go to any of the variations, but find the color you want. Then it doesn't matter if you click small, medium, large, extra large. It doesn't matter. And uh, you'll be able to preview or download. So click preview. When you click preview, you'll then have the option of download file or view full size. Um, either of them work. I just hit download file. And then what you get, it's going to look like that. You'll get the flat mock-up, by the way. Uh, and then you're going to want to pull that into Photoshop or Photopea. Magic wand the background off. Okay, so that's the next thing you want to do. After you do that, you may want to whatever do whatever you think looks best. Uh, in this in this tutorial, I went ahead after using the magic wand tool to remove the background. Which, by the way, guys, it's on the left hand side. If you don't know the magic wand tool, it's it's the one that looks like a magic wand. It's fourth down from the top in Photoshop. You click that, then you click into the white section. It'll select it all. You just hit delete, and then boom, it's gone. 
Next, select your t-shirt layer. And what I chose to do is I right-clicked the t-shirt layer and I went to blending options. From here, I added a stroke. I made the stroke white and I made it about five or six pixels. Then I went to outer glow and I added a white outer glow. You can see the settings here. I did blend mode normal, opacity 54%, noise 1%, uh, color white, technique softer, spread 17%, size 250 pixels. Now, if you went to pixels and grabbed a high resolution photo, 250 pixel size should be fine. If you grabbed a low resolution photo, you may want to adjust the size, all right? Just saying. All right, and now I downloaded this image and I'm gonna go over here to Wix. I'm gonna go to replace on the uh, image of the, the purse. And I'm going to go to, it's going to, it's going to launch this prompt where you can upload your media, click the upload media button from there. You will see the ability to, um, upload, you know, you just upload it from wherever you saved the image from, from Photoshop or Photopea. I just saved mine to my desktop. So I go upload it from the desktop and boom, you see that I have loaded this into the homepage of my website. Now, later on, I'm not, I'm just going to tell you guys, I ended up removing it just because the way that the template I selected rendered this image, I was not a fan of. Um, personally speaking, right? So I'll show you what I replaced it with later. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that like I was experimenting. I do like the way this looks, but the template itself was rendering this differently based on the screen resolution. So that's like saying like desktop versus mobile. And I didn't like it at times. So I ended up replacing it, but that's besides the point. Hopefully you guys like that. I like how that came out. Uh, as far as changing layout again, you can also go down to these sections. And when you hover over the section, you will see what the actual section includes. In this case, this is a big one. It includes some text. It includes the images down here as well. So these are all the default uh, template sections that came with the template. I like to make things simplistic, so I ended up deleting a bunch of them. But just wanted to show you, if you want to customize them, you can hit design. And then from the design prompt, there are a bunch of different section designs that you can choose from. So uh, I ended up doing the text above, image below, to me, as a web developer, this to me just screams more simplistic, although there are no right or wrong answers. These are definitely subjective, so do whatever your heart desires. Um, I, I personally just like the the kind of the flow because I'm always thinking about like desktop, tablet, mobile. And <laughs> even though the work is done for us with Wix, which is another reason why Wix is such a good choice, um, the, the way it typically flows when you have it just kind of everything is on its own row is, is going to flow better and be more consistent across all devices, meaning across desktop, tablet, mobile. It's going to look consistent. So as far as deleting sections, I did mention I deleted quite a few sections from the uh, template. I, I spent most of the time on the homepage because that's where most of the eyes are going to be, especially with the theme of my website where I'm dropping one new shirt a month. So I'm definitely not overwhelming the visitors. I want them to come back once a month. I want to build an email list that I can bring back once a month to check out what's new. Therefore, uh, I don't need a bunch of sections with the, too much going on, so I kept it simple. I deleted a lot of sections, including the contact us section, because I'm not trying to add a customer service headache if it's not necessary, and this website's brand new, so I'm not worried about that. I'm deleting it for right now. You can always come back in later and add a contact us page. All right, there was a video section included in the homepage template, and that got my mind thinking. We should probably add video. Video is... Um, one of those, like, I don't want to say, it's crazy to say like in 2021 that video is new, like video is not new, but the concept of video mockups, right? Like showing products being used in real life is growing. You don't need to take me at my word. When was the last time you guys shopped on Amazon? Have you seen the new video ads? Yeah. They're only going to grow in popularity guys. That's not going away. 
So I want to add a video and I, you know, they have the default one here of the beach and that, that's lovely. I would love to be at the beach right now, but I hovered over that. I hit manage and then it gives you the option of uploading a video. Now, what the heck, how are we going to make a video of print on demand products that don't actually exist? Well, I'm going to show you in this section how to create video mockups of our print on demand customized products. I know it's crazy how far technology has come. The mockups that we've already seen alone are pretty impressive, but I want to show you how we can create video mockups. We can take it a step further. Now, as far as I'm concerned, the best place to go to get CGI dynamic mockups done for things like t-shirts, but I think they also support other products as well is place it. And I'm going to put a link in the description. It is an affiliate link. I would appreciate it. If you want to give back for this tutorial, if it helped you that you use it, um, use the affiliate link in the description, but place it is awesome for static image mockups and video mockups. I think the video mockups are underutilized and I'm going to show you exactly how to use them real quick. So go ahead to the videos tab right there on the navigation, hover over it, and then you'll see t-shirt videos. Click that. Now you can select from a wide range of t-shirt mockups. I went with this one and I'm pretty sure this works pretty well because I've seen it on Amazon. I've seen other people using it pretty often. Now here's what's cool. You can actually change the shirt color. So I optimized my shirts for, or I optimized my designs for darker colored shirts. So the first thing I'm going to do is go over here behind me, change the shirt color to black. And then where it says insert image, I'm going to click upload from your device and select my design. Okay. Now when you do that, it'll say processing your mock-up, give it a second. And at some point it will allow you to download the video. Actually, you can see there it will, it'll say download again or click here to download. So I think I downloaded it multiple times. That's why it said download again. Anyways, with that download, you can then pull it straight into Wix. However, I'm going to show you what I ended up doing and I'm not necessarily recommending this. It's really your flavor, your choice. Um, not all web browsers will autoplay video anymore. That's something that you used to be able to get away with, but, and th this is where it's like me, my web developer brain is kind of interfering here. Like you don't need to get this granular, but I know that web browsers started fighting back against autoplaying video. So I want mine to autoplay. So what I did was I uploaded it to Vimeo and I'll put links to everything in the description. Don't worry. And in uploading it to Vimeo, which you can start a free account and do this. You can then, um, right underneath, I actually circled the wrong thing. I just realized I circled the thumbnail, look right underneath where it says thumbnail, where I circled and it says GIF click GIF. You can download it. And I didn't screenshot how it works, but on Vimeo, when you click download as GIF, it will let you select the portion of the video up to 10 seconds. So I think what I actually ended up doing was downloaded two different 10 second portions and then stitched them together. Uh, but you can just download a 10 second portion. The benefit of doing it this way though, guys, is that you can then go into your um, website, replace the, where the video was, but add an image. Okay. So I'm in the uh, editor here, click the plus button, hit add, hit image. And when it's an animated GIF, it will automatically play. So it's not subject to the same restrictions that auto playing videos were. So it's kind of like tricking the system here. So if you come to my website, you're going to see the animation no matter what. Uh, GIF, I believe, was the first image format supported <laughs> on the internet, actually. So it still works today in 2021. Fun fact. All right. So um, you can go to image, uh, my image uploads. And then the same way we uploaded media before, go ahead and upload your um, animation, select it, and then boom, you got it right there in the page. Perfect. Now, there are some additional settings that we can configure in our Wix store. There's actually a lot. Like this 
tutorial could go for five hours if I wanted it to. However, I'm not going to get into the weeds of like every little thing. I'm just going to make you aware that they exist and show you where to go to access them. So if you go to the settings portion of your Wix dashboard, you can do something that I do highly recommend doing, and that is adding a fave icon. Do you guys know on your web browser tab? Well, right now, if you're watching this video, um, I'm going to pull this up just to confirm. Yeah. You know how on the browser tab, there's that little icon and then it shows the page title. So if you're on YouTube, you see the red play button. That's called the fave icon. If you want to add that, go to your dashboard, go to settings, and then go to website settings. Now, from here, you're going to want to upload an image. Now, fave icons are best when they are square. You can upload something that's not square. However, if you recommend a square, it's going to look best. That's what things are optimized for. So I recommend even if your logo is like mine, for instance, was a rectangle, I went into Photoshop and I optimized it to be a square so that the whole thing was visible. And when I say square, guys, um, if you're thinking like, well, what dimensions do I do? Uh, It doesn't matter. It used to matter. It used to be 32 pixels by 32 pixels. That's no longer a restriction. So I wouldn't go above like 128. Typically think in terms of like doubling. So think of 32 by 32, 64 by 64, 128 by 128. I wouldn't go above 128 though. I haven't seen any reason to ever. All right, next, social media optimization. What if somebody shares your website on social media? You know how like Facebook, Twitter, et cetera, most of them, they scrape an image from the page and they scrape like the title and a description and they make it look pretty good in the preview. By making it look good in the preview, if that shows up in someone's newsfeed, it's more likely to get clicked. And I mean, social media, they do want engagement, but they don't really want to take people off their website. That's a separate story. Anyways, we can make it look good when people share your website. Again, go to settings, go to where it says general social image and upload what is going to be called an OG image, an open graph image. That's the Facebook protocol for social um, structuring of data. All right. And that's what it looks like. I went ahead. I uploaded the logo to my store. By the way, you can also add a Facebook username to then basically moderate your website if you use any of the Facebook tools. It's not something I'm going to be using in this example, but if you wanted to, you can do that there and then you'll have admin uh, rights. Now, real quick, anybody who saw the logo and they said, that looks familiar. Where have I seen that before? So it was inspired by the 1988 movie, They Live. So I recommend checking this movie out. You may see some parallels to today. You may not, um, but it's kind of inspired the logo look and feel. All right, next, let's look at the checkout settings. So checkout is a big step on any e-commerce website. Again, you want to make it as few clicks as possible, as straightforward as possible to reduce uh, customer abandonment, right? You want to make it as easy as possible for them to spend money, right? (laughs) Easy to understand. Um, So you go in here and you go to e-commerce settings. You can have it automatically create invoices for every new order that's paid online by just checking a box. Again, if you had to, I'm always thinking like a developer. If you had to go and code this, it would take so long. Yet you can just check a box, done. Um, Update store inventory. The default setting is only after an order is paid. So we're selling print on demand. It's like infinite inventory. We don't have to worry about that. But if you want to start a Wix store and have it, um, well, help you track your inventory because you have the physical products like in your garage, maybe your basement, um, you can, again, you know, tracking inventory is a little bit more important. So you can do whatever makes the most sense to you. You can set checkout policies. Um, you can have it auto-generate these policies for you, and you can edit them, etc. Terms and conditions, privacy policy, return policy, um, how to contact us. You can change up the product price settings and price ranges, etc. You can customize all that, guys. It's a fully functional e-commerce 
store that doesn't make you write any code. So obviously there's a lot of different settings you can play around with. You can customize the checkout, what fields are required, what are not required, what you ask for, what you don't ask for, et cetera. You can allow them to opt into an email subscription, which I'm going to circle back to that in a second. Um, do gift cards, policy agreement, express checkout at the bottom, by the way, you may want to consider looking into, um, order email notifications. So you can control what email notifications your customer gets. So obviously you're probably going to want to send them that order confirmation. I don't know an e-commerce website that doesn't send email confirmations. And again, it's as simple as doing nothing because it's enabled by default, uh, shipping confirmations. I would also keep that enabled, which it is by default. And like I mentioned earlier, Printful will add the shipping automatically. So you don't need to do anything. How cool is that, guys? Come on, it's 2021. You gotta love the automation, right? So we're about an hour into this free tutorial. If you guys are enjoying it, please let the YouTube algorithm know by dropping a like on the video. Also, they love engagement. So if you wanna comment and let me know what you've liked most thus far, or if you have requests for future tutorials, let me know in the comments below. Also, a subscription is always appreciated. Now, let's talk about building an email list. If you're gonna run really any website, um, but especially an e-commerce one, your email list is your bread and butter. So you really want to be capturing emails uh, and not just on the checkout. I know I showed you a second ago how you can capture an email subscription on the checkout, but you can increase the number of people that get to the checkout by capturing their emails. And I'm gonna show you my recommended way. Now, I don't want this video to last for five hours because we spent two hours on how to do like email automations and stuff. So I'm gonna recommend that you use the easiest email service to work with that I've seen in my professional career as a web developer having used multiple different softwares. And that's not a knock on other softwares, okay? This one is just easy to use. And by the way, it's also the cheapest. It's called MooSend. I will put a link in the description. It is an affiliate link. So if you use it and you sign up, it supports the channel. Um, but even if you don't use my link, everything that I just said about it remains true. <laughs> like it's the cheapest and in my experience, it's the easiest. It was my first time using them for this tutorial and it took me 20 minutes to get started, to get like everything fully functional. So you're gonna wanna use their design editor. Just like Wix gives you templates, they give you email templates. What we are designing right here is an email pop-up. I want everybody that visits my website that sees the homepage to see this email pop-up, which by the way, this will trigger on... Um, all pages, I think, probably not the checkout, just um, the non-checkout pages, in an attempt to capture email addresses. Because once we have your email, we can try to bring you back to the site and we can email blast you. So what I did here, I kept it pretty simple. No one's gonna have like major allegiance to my e-commerce website. You know how short people's attention spans are these days. So I'm straight to the point. Simple pop-up, it looks good. It says new drop alerts. Because you guys know my website drops one shirt a month. That's it, 12 shirts a year. We'll only email you once a month in bold, once a month, following a new t-shirt drop. So I'm setting the expectation, letting them know the frequency, and letting them know I'm not gonna abuse their trust if they give me their email address. That's it, then I ask for the email and subscribe. Super straightforward, super simple. So when you have yours designed in Moosend, click next. Then you're gonna need to install it. They will give you the code. So you're gonna need to copy this code, then pop back over to Wix. There's two ways that I know of to install this code. Way number one is what you see here. You can go to dev mode and then turn on dev mode. I don't recommend you do this because I found an easier way. <laughs> so you can just go to your dashboard and go to settings. Inside of settings, you can find custom code. Okay, you may need to scroll down to find it. When you find custom code, click that. Next, all you need to do is where it says head, go ahead and check that, um, turn the little toggle on. You see the toggle that I'm pointing to? Click the one at the top that says head. 
and toggle it on. Um, after you do that, you just go ahead and click the little code icon, which should allow you to, um, it'll, it'll do a pop-up. Just copy paste the code that you just grabbed from Moosend in here. Now, what you're going to need to do is delete the open and closed script, uh, script declaration. So you see right here in this code that they gave us how it says script slash script delete those two parts. You don't need those parts. If you include them, I'm assuming it's going to error out. I didn't test if it will or won't, but I'm assuming it will. And you see it says paste the code snippet here. So paste everything, but remove the first line of the script and the last line of the slash script. All right. And then you're good. You can name it. Um, I would just name it Moosend and up add code to pages, hit all pages, load code only once, place code in head, and then hit apply. Getting into the web developer bread and butter now. And if you didn't know if it worked or not, hey, pop on over to your website. Remember, it's already published, right? Or if you didn't publish, make sure you publish it, pop on over, and reload the page. And then just kind of give it a second. Uh, typically, I'll just scroll a little bit. And after like two seconds, maybe, it hits me with the pop-up. So there you go, guys. Um, this is a great way of collecting emails, and I highly, highly recommend it on pretty much any website. So next, you're going to go back to Moosend and click Automations on the left-hand side and set up a new automation that triggers when somebody subscribes to any list. Now, I can say any list for my automation because I'm only using them for this website, but if you have multiple lists that you're going to use Moosend for, like, you know, or it could be, you know, the same website but multiple lists for anything you have envisioned, um, you might want to change any list to the list specifically that you built for new subscribers. Anyways, click the plus sign and set the automation to then send email with subject and then insert your subject and then create a custom email. Now they have a bunch of custom email templates. I just selected one that I thought looked cool. You see it right here behind me. Uh, it's got like blue mountains and I added the logo of my website. Uh, the text I put says, welcome to truth or shirts. Underneath that, it says, we'll shoot you an email once a month following a new t-shirt drop. And then a button that says, check out this month's t-shirt drop. This is basically their confirmation that, hey, you just signed up for our list. This is just us letting you know that we got the right email address and that you will be hearing from us at some point in the next month. You can see the unsubscribe is automatically added to the bottom of the email as well. So guys, like I said, this took me 20 minutes. If it takes you an hour, it's all good. I know not everybody has been a web developer for the last decade, um, but like the fact that you got this set up that quickly is crazy. Uh, all right, so moving on from Moosend. By the way, if you miss anything, they have a good support that you can email. They also have a ton of tutorials that are like really well-recorded um, video tutorials. So check those out. All right, let's look into inventory management. Now, this is not very applicable to my website because I'm doing such a dumbed down, simplistic approach, intentionally dumbed down like we already talked about, but either way. So you can go to your dashboard and go to store products. When you hover over that, you can then go to the products, inventory, or collections. So if you go to products, what I ended up doing is I deleted the initial products that I had set up and I came to the, the determination that, you know what, I'm dumbing this down, making it super simple. I'm adding one product right now. That'll be the first drop. I love this shirt. I'll show it to you in a little bit, but it's the uh, evolution parody shirt with the sheep. All right. So it, you can see all your products there. You may have most likely you guys watching will have more products. I'm sure when you go to inventory, this will show all of the variants. Okay, you guys familiar with the concept of SKUs? They are like unique products. So if we sell, let's just say we're selling the one product in black, but we have a small, medium, and large. Well, at a minimum, we'd have three unique SKUs because black, 
small is one skew, black medium is a second skew, and black large would be a third skew. Well, in this case, we're offering various sizes, various colors. So when you go to inventory, um, you're going to see a higher number. And you can create collections if you want to group similar products. Um, you can also like translate this into functionality tied to collections on your website. It's completely up to you. Again, for my usage purposes, it's not something that I really need the need to do. So I just kind of skipped over it. All right. Wix also has what they call their ascend CRM. Similar to how we just set up Moosend, you don't actually need to use Moosend because Wix actually has like the full email functionality built in. They've got the full CRM, meaning like any, any, however you end up setting up your e-commerce site, unless you're just like what I call carving out real estate on a major website like Amazon, you know, you sell on Amazon. Does that mean we can tap into Amazon's database and access all their customers? No, they restrict our access to customers because it's Amazon's customer, not ours, right? That's how they set it up. Um, A lot of like the big e-commerce websites are like that. In this case, we have full control over the domain. So Wix provides us what they call their Ascend CRM, and it will track all of our customers, for instance, in one place on this database. Again, from the developer perspective, this would be crazy hard, not hard, I guess, but like you you take some time to build out, right? Use Wix, done for you. What's not to love? Um, You can see there, actually, you hover over it in your dashboard. You see CRM home, you got inbox, contact list, automations, workflows, tasks and reminders, site members. So if you're running like a really large website, you can have a whole team collaborating, um, spending their time in the admin back end of your website all day. You know, there's a lot of stuff you can do. Uh, so you can see like recently active customers. You can see, um, save time with automations. You can send welcome emails, um, email visitors to recover abandoned carts, email customers one week before quotes expire. You can set up a bunch of automations, Again, you don't need the third-party external. Um, that's just more or less like what I'm used to. And Moosend, again, was so easy to set up that um, I was all about that. So, And I always like learning something new about a new tool, so I went with Moosend. Uh, track your workflows on simple boards. So they help you do that if you're collaborating with a team, for instance. So you can use their inbox tool to reach out to customers. You can view form submissions. For instance, if you have a contact form, they don't just kick off an email to you, but they also record the submission on the back end in the database so you can comb through those and you can create automations, etc. cetera. Uh, under communications, you can integrate Gmail, you can integrate a Facebook page, you can integrate a business phone number. Um, it just really depends on like the scope of what you're creating. Uh, you'll also notice under marketing, you see Google Analytics and Facebook Pixel, and I'm gonna walk you through those as well. Speaking of Google Analytics, guys, this is the best analytics for tracking website usage that I've ever used personally. It's free to use and it doesn't take long to set up. So I'm going to walk you through that because I really do think it's valuable. So go to google.com forward slash analytics. I'll put a link in the description and click start for free. If you've already signed up, click sign into analytics. Now you're going to see analytics or you're going to see nothing depending on if you've signed up before, but in the bottom left corner, click admin. And then under admin, go ahead and create a new property. So hit create property. Now you're going to need to name this property. I just named it truth or shirts, um, business size. How do you intend to use Google analytics? Check all that apply. Um, again, guys, like you can't really do anything wrong here. It's still going to work regardless of what you, you select. Um, for how do you intend to use Google analytics? I checked everything other than other. Oh, and then for my, um, industry, I put internet and telecom. Then you choose a platform and I hit web, all right? The other ones are Android or iOS app, so I hit web for website. 
set up your data stream, put your website URL, put the name and hit create stream. And then it should provide you a uh, scripts to add to your website to then track. So you can go ahead and just include that in Wix. Um, you can also manually install it. So you can go into dev mode and do it there. Uh, that's what I ended up doing here. You can go into dev mode and then on the left-hand side where you see the two curly brackets, you can go click there and you can create a new file. I called the new file googleanalytics.js. And again, similar to the time before where I told you you have to delete the script tags, you will need to do that here as well. Um, I don't want to get too much into the weeds, but I also went ahead and I grabbed that um, first script that says go to googletagmanager.com forward slash gtag. And I grabbed all that code and then I also pasted it into um, this googleanalytics.js file that I created. This way I've got everything in one place. Hopefully that wasn't too complicated. I have a feeling it might have been, so I'm sorry about that. Um, but I'm just now also realizing that if we scroll back up here, that uh, that they had a uh, much easier to use integration right here where it says Google Analytics. So that is how I should have deployed the code. I went into my web developer mind and did it the hard way. So I apologize if that was confusing. Just for your sake, just go ahead and use the uh, built-in integration that I just showed you. All right, let's look at the Facebook pixel. So you need to go to Facebook, your business manager. All right, if you haven't done this, go ahead and like create a business page on Facebook. Then go to your business manager at business.facebook.com. I can put a link in the description. Click event manager, events manager. And then from here, you should actually see your pixel ID. Okay, so go ahead and grab your pixel ID. And um, I, you know what's weird is like, I, for some reason, I wanted to screenshot where you grab the full pixel code. Fa Facebook is constantly changing like the business manager side of things. So I would just recommend... Uh, like you can, I don't know, you can probably pull it up somewhere. You can go to the source code of my website, reinhoog.com and just copy paste it and then just change out where to put your pixel ID in, which is what I um, highlighted right there. I put in brackets, insert your pixel ID, which you can find on the events manager. I apologize on behalf of Facebook for making it so difficult to find. It is a one-time copy paste though. Uh, so in this case, if you use like the code that I provided here, well, I'm not going to provide it in the description, but you can go to my website, right-click, view source, and grab the Facebook pixel, and then you just need to copy-paste your pixel ID where mine was. Okay, sorry. I know we're getting technical. Let's get back on track here. Wix also has a built-in marketing home. Now, marketing is a huge part of the success of any website, especially an e-commerce website, guys, because with e-commerce, your goal is to make money. Guess what? If you're trying to make money, so is everybody else. That means it's even more cutthroat. So you're gonna need to have a marketing plan. Now, if you go to the marketing home, which again, from your dashboard, just go to marketing and SEO and then click marketing home, you will notice that you have, um, basically Wix has tailored an easy workflow to do things like advertise on Facebook, create an email campaign. You should do both of those most likely. Um, add a blog to boost traffic. Now, if you add a blog, you gotta be committed to writing blog posts and your blog posts need to have a good keyword strategy. There is a large learning curve here. It's not too complicated you just got to see it through, right? You got to like, I wouldn't start a blog if you're not going to be committed. Hire a marketing pro. So they even connect you with um, professionals. Offer coupons. You know, your customers always love coupons. And by the way, if you're going to offer coupons, you may want to integrate that with your email campaigns, right? That's how you stay in touch. And you can integrate additional tools um, like Google Analytics, like we just talked about and some other ones. By the way, I just wanted to make you guys aware, if you would like to create social media posts to let people know about your website, there is a uh, social media post generator and promotional video generator. Now, 
in my personal opinion, like the promotional videos, it's not the same as what I showed you with place it where you can like create mockups that way, but you can, um, edit in your own clips to their stock footage and make some videos that way. The social media posts, um, are a really nice way of making some really nice looking, uh, graphics, which we know graphics are the way to go with social. So that'll look great on Instagram. I went ahead and I clicked this one of like a girl stretching and just put some text over top. So you can go ahead and customize them pretty easily, pretty quickly and use them. However, often you see fit. Here's the video prompt as well. So this one's like a yoga video that you can jump in there and customize. By the way, I did mention that you can integrate Wix with additional sales channels. Now, you don't have to do it directly through Wix. It is your choice. You can also integrate Printful with um, Amazon, with eBay, and I believe you can with Facebook and Instagram, but you may need to use Shopify as a middleman. Um, Ever since Facebook changed how their stores functionality worked as it's attached to a Facebook page, um, I think you may be able to cut out Shopify. I can't remember, but... Either way, just wanted to let you know that if you're going to take the time to add all these products to a Printful or a Wix with Printful integration website, you can also then sell your products on Amazon via an integration from Wix to Amazon. You can integrate it with eBay, you can integrate it with Facebook, and you can integrate it with Instagram. Guys, the more online real estate you occupy, the more money you should make, right? The harder you are to find on the web, the less money you'll make because the amount of sales you make is probably going to be a function of the number of people that know you exist. I know those are all obvious things to state, but every now and then we need a reminder. So you may want to take advantage of these things that you see here. All right. And the last thing I wanted to show you guys is that um, you do get some vouchers for some additional things that you may be interested in when you sign up for Wix, uh, Wix premium, such as Google ads, ad credit, I think they give you now I've gotten a bunch of these emails for various reasons because I I have a bunch of projects that I work on and Google ads. I believe it's typically about one hundred and fifty dollars of ad credit, which they want you to you know, they want to get new people in. That's the lifeblood of Google. They give you Bing ad credits. I mean, who uses Bing? Come on now. (laughs) They give you Uber all vouchers. I don't even know what that is. Honestly, Uh, it looks like they get your business listed on Google, Facebook, Apple Maps, Foursquare, etc. So um, you can either do that yourself or you can use Uber all. And they give you a one-year free domain. Actually, you know, don't quote me there, but I was able to get a one-year free domain. So, hey, I'll take it, right? All right, and now I'm going to show you the outcome. I'm going to show you the final product. I'm going to show you truthershirts.com. So here is the end product. This is truthershirts.com. I will put a link in the description. Oh, boom, right there. You know the Moose End pop-up is working. You see it says new drop alerts. We'll send you an email once a month. You can go ahead and uh, Ryan's method at AOL.com. Who doesn't love AOL? Subscribe. Boom. When it adds you to the list, the message switches to let you know it worked successfully. And guys, I told you I made my website simple. I didn't want to go over the top. I wanted to keep customers um, focused in with a clear cut call to action. Okay. The first thing they probably see is the bright red obey. All right. And what's the next thing they say? All right. If I'm obeying, what do I do? Oh, well, here's a shirt. Here's a product. And boom, there it is. Now, I went ahead and I mocked up that image. Uh, I took the flat mock-up and I added a drop shadow and that's what it looks like. Now, let me show you how simple I made this homepage. Um, You got the three things on the navigation. You got home, which is where we're currently at. You got shirt of the month, which is where clicking this will take you. Then you got the return policy because, you know, people are going to probably wonder what the return policy is. Okay, so keep it very simple. At least that's my recommendation. So this is going to switch with the monthly t-shirt drops. 
and so will the description, so will the mock-up. And I told you guys that I made a video mock-up earlier, but I went ahead and I made it an animated GIF. That way, it for sure will autoplay on pretty much any web browser unless they have images disabled. So pretty simple, right? And as you can see there, that's straight from Placeit. Um, looks good. I know this one is working to an extent because I see people using it on Amazon, like I mentioned earlier, and people wouldn't be paying to run Amazon ads if it wasn't converting. So, all right. And then I got like kind of a description. It's kind of the about us portion of our website, guys. No matter how simple you want to make your homepage, if you want organic web traffic, I do highly recommend including some text that signals both to your potential customers and to the search engines what exactly is going on here with your website. And again, include your keywords that you would like to rank on. For instance, notice it says conspiracy shirts. Okay, this is signaling to the Google algorithm, conspiracy shirts as a phrase, that that is something that is going on here on this page, on this website. Okay, um, and then again, I kept the footer extremely simple here. You got a link to the homepage again, you got our logo, and then you got a normal uh, copyright 2021. So if we go up here, I'll zoom back out a little bit, you can click the t-shirt, and here we go, it brings us to the product page. Um, you can see that there's a login and a cart button. One thing I might do is like switch that purple color. The purple color matched the initial logo that I uploaded. I think it would probably make more sense at this point to probably swap it to match this red color from the logo. That's something you can do at the theme level in Wix. So um, that wouldn't take long at all. Take like a minute to do. And you can see here on the product page, I didn't customize this at all. This is just out of the box. Um, you can see the title. You got the price, color options. As you change the color, it changes the mock-up. Got the size, quantity, you have the description. I trimmed down the description a little bit because I didn't want it to be too tall on the page. Um, so it's really just attributes about the shirt, you know, 100% ring spun cotton, uh, dark heather, sport gray, pre-shrunk, etc. You can go ahead and add to cart. It does this little um, Wix functionality pop up out of the sidebar. And you can see there, um, you got the product name, etc. the preview. You can hit view cart and see where it takes you from here you then have the option of checking out you see it gives you the subtotal it gives you the one dollar shipping that we set up and you can check out or check out with paypal and guys it's got the uh, ssl certificate by the way um, if you set up your own like custom website uh, unless you are a techie you're gonna have to pay for the ssl like https secure you know most people don't want to i mean let's be honest nobody's checking out of a website that is not https Again, you use Wix, it's handled for you. Um, it's a lot of upside to using Wix, especially if you're not a web developer or if you are a web developer, you're still gonna save a ton of time by building on top of one of these platforms like Wix that's so easy to customize, that has everything you need already done, already built out. Thank you guys so much for watching this tutorial till the end. Let me know what you thought about it in the comment section below and please drop a like. Now, before I leave, I just wanted to remind you guys that I run a weekly print-on-demand giveaway where two winners are selected every single Sunday. It's completely free to enter and it takes like 10 seconds. So take advantage. This week is sponsored by Merch Titans, print-on-demand upload automation, Merch Ninja research tools, all Sunsets, premium graphics, I referenced them earlier in the design portion, and Bubble Scout, the only Redbubble niche research and validation tool. You'll find a link to enter the giveaway in the description. Also down there, you'll find a link to my free eight-day print-on-demand mini course, which also goes more in-depth into using Printful and integrating Printful with uh, Etsy. And you'll find a link to my print-on-demand Facebook group, which is really awesome. You'll find a lot of great community there and uh, discussion. 
And last but not least, guys, if you're interested, I do have a full print-on-demand course. If you would like to check that out, it walks you through how I make six-figure print-on-demand sales every single year with a focus on selling on the major e-commerce platforms and uh, really achieving success there like Amazon, eBay, Etsy, Redbubble, etc., to name a few. So you'll find a link in the description. And that's it, guys. This was a long one. This is the longest YouTube video I've ever done. Honestly, my throat is sore, so I got to go drink some tea. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys have a great day. I hope your store kicks butt. If you do create a store and you want us to check it out, drop a link in the uh, comments so that everybody else can see it. I'll certainly check it out. And that's it, guys. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.